Name suppression lapsed yesterday for millionaire and arts patron Sir James Wallace, who for five years was known only as a prominent businessman who had indecently assaulted three young men between the early 2000s and 2016. Mr Wallace emailed hundreds of people while under name suppression asking for support towards not going to jail. I'm joined now by public law expert Graeme Edgler. Thanks for joining us today, Graham. Name suppression for five years, is that unusually long? Uh, both yes and no. Um, I mean, the major reason that he had name suppression here was, first, uh, there was the possibility that there was going to be two trials because the multiple victims and whether the trials were going to be separate. And if someone is facing separate trials, then they usually need name suppression for the first trial so that the second trial isn't affected by it because you've separated the trial for a reason because you don't want the evidence from both to be heard at the same time. And then there was just name suppression on appeal. And so that sort of finished in February, March this year. Um, his appeal was finally finished and he, he had one last gasp at going to the Supreme Court for name suppression. But you know, if, if someone's facing multiple charges at separate trials, then, you know, and then an appeal, Five years isn't that long. Of course, most people don't get name suppression, and some people who do get name suppression get it permanently. But five years, you know, is longer than most. But it's not out of the out of completely out of the park. Critics of the justice system and name suppression laws will say that, you know, this this has a huge impact on victims. It it drags it out for them. It's it's reliving trauma. So how is it fair on the victims? Well, I, I'm not sure it is, but I mean, factually, in this case, um, his conviction appeal was finally resolved in February, I think. Uh, and so, I mean, yes, the name suppression arguments that went to the Supreme Court or tried to go to the Supreme Court expanded for a couple of months. But when someone faces prosecution, where there are multiple charges, where there are multiple trials, and where someone gets to appeal, um, name suppression in this case probably didn't really add to the length of time that this sort of case was in the public arena. It just meant sort of right at the end, we got a big burst of publicity, whereas if it had been going on, would have had publicity you know, year in and year out uh, as different things were happening. And is this something that only wealthy people have the means to do? Uh, for this sort of suppression, yes. I think the type of suppression, you know, someone on legal aid can get name suppression if they're facing separate trials. But sort of the extending it after the trial um, and, and beyond, you know, sort of multiple appeals, trying to get name suppression in the Supreme Court, uh, that tends to be someone, to be able to do that, legal aid won't fund that. They'll fund you for a name suppression application in your trial court, um, and that's probably it. So this sort of thing is something probably that only rich or sort of famous people can get, but equally, they're probably the ones who might, in a sense, need it most. You know, you know there are hundreds of people convicted of rape every year. This is the one the media is reporting about because it's someone well-off and someone prominent. If it was someone who wasn't, you know, there might be a news story when they get sentenced, but it's not going to be on the front page of the paper or leading midday report. Mm. Thank you for your time today. That's public law expert Graeme Edgler.